Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. It has become even cheaper to grab an Impossible Burger here in Singapore. Impossible Foods has announced its third double-digit price cut internationally in less than a year. The goal, it says, is to keep pushing prices lower until they undercut the price of ground beef. Laurent Stevenard, the Singapore country manager of Impossible Foods, joined me now. Good morning, Laurent. Good morning, Michelle. Thanks for having me. Good to have you here. So increasing affordability has become a big part of what consumers expect from plant-based alternatives. So what at this time allows Impossible to reduce the costs of your food products? So yeah, that's right. So it's very much in line with our long-term plan and our uh, mission um, uh, to hit price parity and even undercut uh, the price of animal meat. Uh, and we've been continuously, uh, you know, working very, very hard to lower our costs and lower our prices. As volume grows and as, uh, you know, uh, scalability uh, kicks in, uh, price uh, has gone down and will continue to go down in the future. Impossible Foods is cutting 20% from prices in the U.S. You are also cutting prices in Canada, in Hong Kong. We're all about money on this show. So what do the cuts translate to for us here in Singapore? Um, so for consumers, uh, you know, when they buy our product at NTUC FairPrice, at Redmart, or Cold Storage, or Giant, mm. uh, they'll be benefiting from a 30% price reduction, and therefore our price is now 11.90 for 340 grams. All right. Now, you do not own point of sales for products, uh, grocers, restaurants, or theme parks that distribute your patties. So what certainty is there that the price cuts that you're offering retailers are going to be passed on to consumers? So we've, uh, we have quite uh, close partnerships uh, with uh, retailers and with our restaurant partners. And, um, you know, we've explained that this is actually to benefit uh, consumers uh, as a whole. We're working hard to decrease prices um, in order for volumes to go up. We know that animal meat, uh, you know, is probably the, the greatest danger to uh, to the environment, and uh, therefore, you know, the best alternative are plant plant based meats. By decreasing price, uh, we know that we remove a barrier to trial, and therefore, it will benefit uh, you know, everybody as a whole. So I was listening to a podcast uh, with your CEO, Pat Brown, who says the mission for Impossible Foods is to completely replace animals in the food system by 2035. So if we take a step back, can you give us a sense of the expected growth of Impossible Foods in APAC? That's right. So it is. Uh, that's our mission. It's to, uh, to replace um, animal meat by 2030, by 2035. And Asia is very much uh, a priority for uh, for Impossible Foods as a whole. The reason being is that 44% of the world demand of meat comes from Asia, mm-hmm. and we're actually seeing a predicted uh, growth rate of 70% over you know the next couple of decades. So we have been very focused on Asia. Our first international market to open outside of of uh, the U.S. was in Hong Kong, and uh, we've since then, of course, opened uh, Singapore in uh, 2019. We're today present in uh, more than 1,300 restaurants uh, across uh, Asia, and uh, we recently launched in uh, retail uh, at the end of uh, last year. 
So Asia is, uh, is, uh, is incredibly important to, to our growth. It's really our, our focus uh, area. And um, we also know that China consumes 28% of uh, the world's meat. And therefore, China as a market is, uh, is probably our biggest priority uh, at this stage if we are to replace animals as a food production technology by 2035. What do you see as greatest challenges ahead for impossible foods in, in APEC? So, in order for plant-based meats, you know, to uh, to to become as widely uh, consumed as uh, animal meats, we need to start tackling the the different barriers that mm-hmm. uh, that exist, the different gaps between animal meat and uh, and uh, plant-based meats. And these are availability, its price, its um, its taste, um, and its uh, versatility. If we're able to tackle each one of these uh, challenges uh, one by one, and we just make it, you know, we make the product as good um, in terms of taste, as affordable, as available, and as versatile, there's no reason why consumers wouldn't be choosing uh, plant-based meats, as we all know that these uh, are good and better for, for your health and much better for the environment as well. All right. So coming back to your first point, the price cuts are made possible by economies of scale. We know that compared to meat-derived burgers, your burgers, Impossible Burgers, require less land, less water. They generate less greenhouse gas emissions. But what does the hyper-growth of Impossible Foods as a company mean for the environment? Well, it means reducing water consumption. It means reducing green t- greenhouse gas uh, emission, and it uh, means uh, reducing the, the the amount of land used, uh, you know, to, uh, uh, to 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 grow uh, cattle and to grow uh, everything that comes into the the animal uh, meat um, food process uh, by ninety percent as a whole. So these are huge numbers. We cannot keep on consuming meat the way that we are with the uh, with the, the growth uh, in terms of a human population that we're seeing. Uh, the the environment simply cannot sustain it. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Laurent Stevenat is country manager for Singapore for Impossible Foods right here on Your Money. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.